Welcome to the Color Auntie Podcast. My name is Grace, joined by my co-host, Kozan. And we are so glad that you're here with us. We're just your northern girls trying to live our best life. We're here to help you through those dreadful morning commutes, or if you're just wanting to hear Quay out of things you may be experiencing, because both Quay and I have been there. We don't really know what we're doing in life, but we're hoping to figure it out with you along the way. <laughs> yeah. So listen, your podcast aunties love ya. Hey everyone and welcome back. This is a spooky episode, our Halloween special. Um, it's not really a special, but we have some important stuff to talk about. And it's spooky because of the stats and info we're about to share with you. But before we get into that, um, this is one of the two co-hosts, Quay. And then the second chick who's on this is... Chick. Grace. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. Um, yeah, it's... Uh... Like, we're excited to be here. It's October 31st. Um, yeah, Quinn and I, when we we were thinking about our topic, we're, like, thinking of Halloween. We're seeing all our friends post their Halloween costumes, and mm-hmm. it always looks super fun. And um, we just hope, you know, like, normally we see in social media people dressing inappropriately towards Indigenous women, and um, we just want to address that, Um and kind of like where it comes from of why it is inappropriate but Mm. as per usual episode we want to do check-ins yeah let's do check-ins how are you I I was about to tell you I wasn't (laughs) even gonna wait for you to ask I wasn't even gonna ask you I was just gonna (laughs) tell you um I've been really good. I just came back to the city. I went up north to garden for a little bit for a week to spend with my family. We had kind of like a family situation where we had to all come together to just support each other and lift each other up. And it kind of felt like, like it kind of felt like Christmas. Like when everyone sleeps over at your, at like the one house, right? And so a long time ago, like everyone used to just sleep over at my, my parents' house and we'd all wake up for like a couple of days. And then I said, I can't remember who I was talking to, but I was like, I forgot it was Halloween and I knew it was a holiday, not a holiday. Here I go again. I knew it was like a special weekend. And I'm like, yeah, for Christmas dinner. And I'm like, what? No, we're all together. Cause like we had to come together, but I'm like, In my mind, us sleeping over tricked me into thinking it was like Christmas. And I'm like, oh, but I really liked spending that time and like waking up and my nephew jumping on me and just like being surrounded by family again. Um, That was really nice. And I'm so grateful for it. So I'm feeling loved, extra resi today. And I am going to go out and buy groceries later. Later. What about you? Nice. Are you happy to be back in Toronto, back in your own space? I'm happy to have my own space, but I'm sad. Like last night I was watching videos of my nephew dancing. He like loves that one song that's like, blow my whistle, bitch. Oh. <laughs> and it's like, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> but he loves it so much because like it's so fast and he can dance to it. But then the lyrics of the song, I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> this is inappropriate. How are you though? I'm good. I had a tough week. I got hit. I think it was like Tuesday um, with that cold that's going around. So I still kind of have it where just my nose is stuffed up, but I feel a lot better 
Um, Cause it really kind of knocks you out when your body just aches and like I had a headache, things like that. So that was really hard, but yesterday I didn't have Nico. He went to his grandparents for the day and had lots of fun. So I got to relax and lay in bed all day. And that was like exactly what I needed. Um, but yeah, like other than that, um, Nico, it was just so fun, like to think of like elementary school again, because Nico got to dress up on Friday for school. So he just like, that's like the, like the best thing. Like he just makes everything like so exciting. Um, even today, uh, I, uh, we went, went around, we were kind of late getting Halloween candy. Um, so we went to like all these different stores and like did our grocery shopping and then couldn't find any. So since I had groceries in the car, I dropped Nico off and Ben was home. And, uh, and then I like put away all the groceries that needed to go in the fridge or the freezer. And then I went to one last store and Nico stayed home. And when I got home, Nico's like, mommy, I put away the rest of the groceries. And there was probably like five or six bags left. And he put away all the, the rest of the groceries and put away all the bags. And like, I was so impressed by him. Like he's so sweet. So um, yeah, that made me really happy today. And yeah, I am looking forward to Halloween this evening with a little one. So um, I can't wait because he's got like the stamina now to like hit up more houses. So that means like more candy and chips that we could have too. So <laughs> what a little helper that you have that's so cool I love it when they like can do things or like are independent me and my nephew we were making cupcakes for Halloween for like the house and um he was like putting the the little cups and the little things for me yeah and then I was trying to get I was trying to get him to pour the from the measuring cup into the thing and he only did it once or twice but then he got like all the mix everywhere and I'm like oh, well, what did I expect going into this with someone who's not even two? Like, okay. And he was like, he could just do those little motor skills. But that with Nico is so like independent and cute. And like, what a little member of the house. He's so, a funny thing is um, he's like, he, he put everything away in like the proper spots. And then he was like, I didn't know where to put the oil though. And I'm like, what oil? And he's like, I just put it in the fridge just in case. And so I like, I'm like, what oil? Like, I don't remember buying oil. And so he grabs it. And it was the chicken broth. <laughs> Nico, like that good for you. Like that doesn't have to go in the fridge yet. But like to think like, oh, I'm going to put it in the fridge just in case because it could go bad or something. So yeah, that yeah. life shelf life. Um, oh, okay. Before we get, I don't know which story to tell you. Because I'm like, before we get into it, I wanted to talk about something about menstrual cycles. But then I also wanted to mention, I felt like I was a bad aunt because we were all sitting around his, because my nephew went to a trunk retreat on Thursday and we were all sitting around his bag. And then we (laughs) were going through it, getting out all the good candy, like Kit Kats and stuff. And then I'd give him like the last bite. And then I'd try something else and again, give him like the last bite. And then when all the chocolate was gone, I'm like, okay, that's it. And I like picked up the bag and like ended our, our little um, um, scavenger hunt in his candy. But then I was like, oh, this is what they mean, like stealing candy from a baby. 
Totally. Or I post, sorry, one, one other thing on that, I posted on Instagram and a lot of people commented. Uh, I was like, the candy tax, when mommy has to open, mommy gets one. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm so lucky right now that nico he's he can open some things but still a lot of things he's like can you open this and i'm like okay but like i'm gonna get some so yeah okay so before we get into our topic i wanted to make a psa to everyone because i didn't know this and y'all might laugh at me but it's about your menstrual cycle and um i was i didn't know this until recently but if, if you have a heavy flow and a clotty flow, that's not normal. If you clot a lot, like, and because I will, I was at home talking to Erica and I'm like, oh yeah, my periods are always like this. And that's why I went on the birth control depo Pavera. That's why like I'm doing that. And she's like, that's not, that's not normal. Like you need to talk to somebody about it. And I'm like, at 32, I just realized that like, I just thought I had like a heavy, heavier flow than normal. And like my back pain was normal. And I thought all these things. Um, so now I'm super excited that I am going to go to the naturopath who specializes in women's or not women's who specializes in reproductive health because um, I'm gonna get my reproductive health in order. Good. Did did they say, did like Erica know why like that was it? Like, did you look into it? Like why could, I know it's like worse to like look up like, you know, like symptoms of your sick, like sickness, but like, this is kind of like along the same lines, but do you know why it's like We that? didn't know why, but I definitely will find out. And I'll tell y'all, even if it's like scary, <laughs> here I am going like down the deep end. I'll still share it and then yeah we'll find out but I I just wanted to tell everyone that because I didn't know that yeah true yeah so now on to our topic we want to talk about why Halloween and Pocahontas is problematic Mm -hmm. and we want to talk about like get behind the stereotypes of why Indigenous women have been hypersexualized, which is like the primary cause of missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls. So I just want to like, I just want to say something along mm-hmm. that, like, and I'm sure you have, but let's let's just say it. Have you ever been called like growing up, like, oh, you look like Pocahontas, or like, oh, like my little Pocahontas, or like things like that from guys? Oh my god. Dating in the dating world, I think we talked about this before. In the dating world, they're like, "Have I found my Pocahontas?" And I'm like, "Are you fucking for real?" Or like, "Are you a fucking racist?" <laughs> like, um, yeah, like guys have been done that a lot, especially on dating apps. Um, I know, like, someone try a couple of people have tried to be really kind and have been like, "Oh, you're like so beautiful, like an Indian princess." And I'm like, first of all. And there is no Indian princesses. Second of all, I'm not Indian. Third of all, just tell me I'm fucking beautiful and leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Yeah. No, well, that's why I brought it up because that's like what I remember of like dating is that like people would be like, oh, you look like Pocahontas. And I'd just like roll my eyes and I'd just be like so annoyed. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, it is like 
annoying. But I found it more annoying because I'm like, I do not look like Pocahontas. She has really full lips and I do not. The only thing I have like her is like maybe dark hair and dark skin because I'm one of the dark skin, skinned indigenous ladies. And I'm like, that's the only thing we have in common though. She has, she does not, I don't think she looks like me other than just being another indigenous portrayed character on TV. That's what she is. Yeah. So... I bet a lot of our listeners have been called that too. Yeah, that's the reason I kind of wanted to like bring that up is because I'm sure a lot of listeners have gone through the same experience. Mm-hmm. Okay, <clears throat> so hopefully when we go through this episode, you can take these facts and tell them back to um, people who are like, I don't understand why or people who don't see it as problematic. But um, the, the, it's the issue because since contact, like settlers and the government, they've stolen indigenous lands. And when they were doing that, they raped our indigenous women. And that was like a common practice. Like that, that's something that Europeans like did, like rape and pillage. Um, <clears throat> and then after that, the government continuously educated people who are coming over here and like Canadian society to view indigenous peoples as like less than human. Like we were the so-called savages and making us, making us appear that way made it easier for the, for society as a whole to be like, okay, these women and these men, but more so these women don't deserve the same amount of human rights like other people do. And then when you think about like the women's rights and the women's movement, that all started after contact so we all all women had the shit end of the stick for a long time and then on top of that in society we were looked at as less than so it was nothing for somebody to like a white man or somebody to come and like rape or steal or take an indigenous woman because they're not a real human to them and that's the problem in society um so like another stereotype is like the sexual deviant, like that's what like Pocahontas is, right? And then that also leads to her being like an unfit mother. But that also like those both stem from like I was saying earlier, the Euro Christian and patriarchal world where they wanted a new, they thought Europeans thought a nuclear family looked like women having a housewife role and being a servant to her husband, but in indigenous culture, we were all equal. So to them, they're like, no, this is wrong. Yeah. And in the 1700s, um, scalping bounties were placed on our women's heads, resulting in the death of thousands. Um, The Indian Act, which is still around today of 1876, specifically targeted the removal of indigenous women from their nations if you were an Indigenous woman and you married a non-Indigenous man, you lost your status. And if you wanted to move to the city, you lost your status. So the, actually this, this happened to my grandmother. She lost her status because she got married to a non-Indigenous man. Mm-hmm. So my mom actually grew up non-status until she married my dad, who was status. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> 
that's so crazy and I think we talked about it before but I'm like my mind's always blown because for for you like that's such a crazy story but it's also a common story for other people like how this back and forth happened and how they're trying to tell us if we're native or if we're not and um on a different tangent that's where we have to take the narrative back of who, of how we don't we can't quantify who is indigenous or not because we're we've been pitted against each other with, through the Indian Act. Um, mm-hmm. But back to this issue at matter. Um, did you know? Like I was reading when we were reading up for this, Pam Palmater said in her one of her articles that like perhaps the greatest killer of our women and girls has been sexual violence, and that's what we're talking about. But she said that the food rations were used to extort sex from the beginning like when we were placed on reservations and stuff like that and just think what would you do for your family so we were we had this lifestyle where we're we're living off the land we are harvesting we're feasting we have this lifestyle then all of a sudden we're taken and put on these these reserved plots of land we don't know we can't, we can't leave because if we leave, we lose our status. We can't, and we lose our family, but we're stuck here and we have to go to an Indian agent to ask to get off this piece of land. And then they're giving us food rations, but they're holding them back. And they're saying, and our families are starving, Grace. Me and you, our families are starving. And they're like, what? Like our families are dying. And they're like, yeah. okay, but have sex with me and I'll give you your, your weekly allowance that you have been getting for a month. What would you do? We would do anything to feed our fucking families. Yeah. And that's horrible. And like, that is the history that they're like not teaching and they're not talking about. And that's why we wanted to come here and tell you guys like, this is what's wrong behind Pocahontas. And this is what has happened in our society that we have to reverse and we have to talk about to like air it out. And that's where, like, the stereotypes come from. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know the next um, thing I found was in a blog um, called The Myth, Sexualization, Violence, and Indigenous Women um, by Tanzi Nidotemiktik um, back in 2018. And they mentioned that the sexualization of Indigenous women and girls is also seen through popular cultural culture narratives, including appropriate and highly sexualized Indigenous-inspired Halloween costumes. So this is how we tied into Halloween. We kind of talked about like the back history of why it's wrong. Um, so following a settlement agreement with several Indigenous women who filed an Ontario Human Rights Commission complaint, Ontario Spirit Halloween retailers have now removed the offensive and culturally appropriate. Reservation royalty, Huron Honey, Naughty Navajo, and Pocahati costumes from their stores. However, these costumes continue to be offered at other mainstream costume stores in Spirit Halloween, Halloween locations outside of Ontario. In effect, the sexual deviant narrative of Indigenous women prevails. That actually reading that, I was like wondering if other um provinces have pulled that that's weird that it's not like an across Canada or across Spirit Halloween's board that they all get pulled it was just in Ontario because it's like oh well they got 
they're on to us in Ontario. So let's just pull it. But everywhere else, like, let's just keep selling it. Yeah, that's weird. We should like, <clears throat> okay, starting now, we're calling on Spirit Halloween to take it off all of their shelves. Yeah. That's Knock awesome. it off, Spirit Halloween, man. We want to buy Halloween costumes. We're not going to buy them from you, though, if you're going to do this shit. <laughs> this shit. This shit. Yeah. So then this all ties into, I know we've talked about um, like the history, um, how it ties into Halloween. And then this all ties into murdered, missing Indigenous women and girls. Um, mm. So I know we've talked about this on a previous episode, but um, it's still a problem these days that we right. don't know. We have sisters out there that are missing and cases being dropped because there's just no further um, look into them. So mm-hmm. it's a frustrating topic. So you can kind of see like, you know, like this episode is we've been talking about pretty serious stuff. And like, there's this one meme I remember I saw not meme. Is it a meme? Okay. I know I've asked this before. Is it a meme? If it's just like a picture with writing on it? Yeah, that's a meme. Okay. So I saw this meme. It just always sounds like it's like, sometimes there's factual stuff on memes where I'm just like, a meme sounds like I'm just joking, but, um, there is this meme that, um, about murder missing indigenous women and girls that it's like if you ask any indigenous woman that you know I'm sure she's connected somehow to a murder like a murder and missing um, yeah. indigenous girl um, woman and girl so you know it's something that um, a lot of us indigenous people it's like well you're not affected like it's like no we are all affected somehow and you know, like these Halloween costumes don't make, this is supposed to be, you know, a fun event. And it's, it was turning into, and it still is turning into a not fun event. Like it brings up all these, these feelings and um, it's not nice. Mm -hmm. It's not nice. So before we wrap up the episode, um, did you hear this is like some more drama. I'm so sorry to keep going with the drums. Did you hear about the Hudson Bay? Yeah. Okay, listeners, listen to this shit. On top of On top. all the shit that's happening at Halloween. And all the time, like, I always get so anxious when it comes to Halloween because I'm like, who's going to fucking do this this year? But on top of all that and all that anxiety that comes with that racism... Um, Hudson's Bay had a BIPOC grant or fellowship and on the board for their BIPOC grant and fellowship they had no Indigenous person represented and the I in BIPOC I don't know if you know this but I don't know if the Hudson's Bay knew this but the I in BIPOC is Indigenous yeah so I was tell them that <laughs> I was reading the comments and it's like, how do you actually miss the I in BIPOC? <laughs> uh, um, I saw, like, when all of that went out, I saw this, um, someone, one of, a mutual friend we have on Instagram, Koi, um, 
shared like their post that said we made a mistake oh yeah and she was kind of like laughing about it um and I like kind of saw like that post like that we made a mistake and I thought it was like a quote that you did because it kind of looked like our like background in our writing of just like <laughs> and I was like what mistake and I like I was like oh, okay that's that's today we didn't make one okay um but yeah no that's it's it's frustrating when we're trying to be you know like these companies are trying to say they're going to be inclusive and then they do this and it's not inclusive like I don't know how that even got past any people right I don't know if you know how to spell Hudson's Bay or I don't know if you know the definition of inclusiveness is Hudson's Bay but I'm glad you know now (laughs) (laughs) yeah well that kind of like I mean, it's kind of like, it's, it's, it's not funny. That's not, but yeah, I don't know. Hudson Zoey just made a mistake and I'm glad that, I'm glad that like not, I, I mean, I hope no work like went into that, but it's just like, it's a sad thing that they like released this like big you know, like statement of like BIPOC and then just like didn't include and and we're like, what? So that's kind of like messed up. And then I want to, I don't want to hate on the people who are on the panel because I'm sure they're lovely, but I'm like, how are you going to be? It's like, if I was an indigenous person, I was on a BIPOC panel, there was no black person. How did you, how would you not say, hey, where's the black representation? Or I guess that's how it happened. I mean, we can't talk too much about it like that because, or we can talk about it, but I'm like, that's exactly what happened at Sephora too, though, with the um, June campaign. But yeah, the Hudson's Bay really fucked up with that one. But they've been fucking up with us for a long time. And I remember I saw this post and I actually talked to her, Shayla. Shayla Stonechild had said that she was going to do a campaign or something with Hudson's Bay. And she's like, okay, these are my asks. Are you going to put a statement out addressing the history? Are you going to work like with these values? Are you going to do this? And then they were like, or they didn't answer her back or something. And so she didn't go with them. So I'm like, people, people have been telling you how to move forward in a good way. This isn't new news. And you just have to listen. So and also just like, annoyed by Hudson's Bay just like I remember for when we got married we got a gift card for Hudson's Bay yeah it was like a generous amount it was like $300 so like we go and we're like hey like what should we get we're looking around I'm like ooh, salt and pepper shakers and I'm like these are really nice it was like 80 bucks for like one it wasn't even the set you had to buy like the other one (laughs) I'm like are you serious Hudson's Bay like this is wild. So I don't know. Like, but yeah, I agree with you, Quay. Like, we don't want to like like diminish the BIPOC without the eye that's already on the pet. Like, I'm sure like they're great. Yeah. But um, it's just Hudson's Bay as a whole has just been messing up. And it's sad because they've been told like what to do. And how many times do you get told like what to do? And like you, why don't you do it? Because they don't have an auntie to yell at them to knock it off. 
Subfly. So as we wrap up this episode, everyone, I wanted to say, take some time this week for extra care for yourself. Um, there's always, there seems to be always something, but at the end of the day, you can't forget that your podcast audience love you. So take some time and do some self-care, meditate, smudge all that drama and smudge all that negativity out of your space. And, and really candy. go and enjoy some candy. <laughs> yeah. Or go tomorrow when it's like half off or discount. Even better. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's idea. when you should do. Maybe that's when you should do your um, grocery shopping is tomorrow. <laughs> candy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, everyone. Thank you for listening. Be safe tonight and be safe always. Your podcast aunties love you. Bye. So your podcast aunties know that life can be tough. And we want to end our episode with promoting the Hope for Wellness talk line. The Hope for Wellness um, helpline offers immediate help to all Indigenous people across Canada. It is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week to offer counseling and crisis intervention. Life can be tough and we've all been there. So call the toll-free helpline at 1-855-242-3310 or connect online to their chat at hopeforwellness.ca. And remember that your podcast aunties love you.